wasn't difficult or stupid at all. Kill yourself. <laughs> How the fuck are we doing this? Who the fuck has outdoor shows in the summer? This place. Fucking psychopaths. Well, it opened because of COVID. And at the time, it was a great idea. Because at the time, there were zero shows. And comics got to come and get paid to play these gigs. Yeah, but now civilization is back. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to throw the AC on, actually. Because it's a little nicer. So watch your arm there. Yeah, Little watch guy. sweat our balls off more than 15 hours a day. Yeah. Ugh. It's silly. It's silly to do that. I fucking hate you. Again, I did none of this. I wish I fell off a ladder and broke my neck today. <laughs> you didn't. So there's always tomorrow. Jesus Christ. Why put off till tomorrow? So it's outdoors. It doesn't serve liquor. Nope. Doesn't serve food. Nope. So basically, we're going to a park. It's, it's, it's more of a field. Is there chairs? No. I brought some. Ah, oh, you're fucking with me. There's no chairs. No, you bring your chair. So we spent money to sit on grass. Sand. Wow. <laughs> I'm so glad. Wow. We get to record this. I'm so glad. What fucking year is it? It is, uh... It's Ugh. 1982. <laughs> I've been there half a dozen times. I think it's really nice. I don't nice. care. I'm it just doesn't telling make you. chairs form out of the ground, does it? I'm just telling you it's a oh. nice experience. And I also just yeah, said... Yeah, for someone who's under 400 pounds, maybe. I also... Who loves sitting in dirt. Just said, I brought chairs. The comfy kind. The, lawn, the, the, the beach chairs. So you're How are be beach chairs comfy? Never mind. Do you even know what comfort is? I guess not. Jesus Christ. You fucking sitting in chaise lounges <laughs> in 90 degree fucking heat. But they're not that kind. It's not a it's not a pool chair. It's like the big I have a big green uh, lawn chair thing. Oh that that clears it up. It's a big green lawn chair thing. It's got arms, cup holders, footrests. It's great. Is it made by Lazy Boy? I think so. It, it, is it? It's either that or Coleman. One of the two. Well, they can both fuck off. Oh, right. And neither of them are indoors. <laughs> I think it's time we've got away from outdoor venues. <laughs> I also agree with that. We didn't come this far as a society to still be doing shit outside. <laughs> the only thing you should do outside is wait to go back inside. <laughs> outside fucking stinks. That's why we made houses. That's why we pay for them, I think. Yeah. Shelter. And how dare you fucking charge admission to sit in the dirt? Well, that's for the comic. And so they can make some profit. It's not, again, it's not charity. <laughs> that was a nice pun. Ah, it isn't. It isn't charity. That's right. Ugh, Jesus Christ. I fucking hate this already. 
<laughs> if Randy Fellface isn't one of the features, Are I'm you, fucking. You're leaving. I'm out. I'm fucking out, dude. I mean, it'd be one thing if I had like a shit ton of like DMT or something. But going into it stone sober, sitting outdoors, as soon as it gets dark, bugs will come out. Did you ever hear the story of the guy who I don't care about this overdosed story. at this venue? No. A couple years ago? Do I want to? Is it me? Will it lead to my death? Uh-huh. Okay, then tell the story. <laughs> I saw Giannis Papas there a couple years ago, and a dude got so gacked out on drugs that he overdosed and died. Oh, lucky devil. <laughs> it was nuts. They, How do you overdose on coke? Uh, he probably crossfaded or something. Because, obviously, you can't overdose on just one thing unless you do too much of it. So, who knows? What a fucking jerk. I know. It ruined the show, too. If nothing else, it fucking ruined the show because they had to cut sets short. And the fucking host had to go up there and entertain people while they decided what to do. Because Giannis was like, I'm just getting off stage. Like, you guys figure this out. Like, this is this is all fucked up. And the host was like, yeah, so uh, Uber's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, there's EMTs pulling up and shit. It was Jesus nuts. Christ. And it was on my birthday. <laughs> God, I wish it was you on your birthday. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus Fucking Christ. <laughs> Why wouldn't you tell me this in advance that this shit is outdoors? I mean... You've ruined my day. You get to see Ruined Rich, it. We get, ruined it. <laughs> you ruined it. You get to see Rich Voss, though. I've seen Rich Voss. I've never seen him. He's great. And we also get to see Mike Murrow later. Whatever. <laughs> like I don't see that dude weekly. I don't know if you do that. Let me guess, he's going to have little shorts on, and his head's going to be huge. <laughs> I predict a hat. Probably looking swarthy. Yes. Probably smell good. A little Mediterranean. Strong-ass grip. <laughs> it's got thighs like a colt, that boy, too. Did you ever notice that shit? I sure did. Jesus Christ. I, I most certainly did. I don't even know if he does that aggro-hugging shit anymore, but he used to. He does Muay Thai. Fucking gay. <laughs> I just found that out about him last weekend. You know, if it comes down to rolling around on the floor with a dude, in my own defense, or just getting killed, <laughs> I'll take getting killed. <laughs> I mean, I'm already on the ground. You might as well just make it permanent. Well, Muay Thai is stand-up Thai boxing. Oh, I don't care. Well, it's not rolling around, so... Sure it is. It kills your argument. Sure it is. It's rolling around. All right. That's all they do is they get in their fucking pajamas, <laughs> roll around the ground, get bricked, <laughs> fuck each other's mouths. <laughs> who, like, who fucking trains to fight? Get a gun like an adult. Ugh. We're gonna dream fucking all this time just to learn how to defend myself. But I could just wait like fucking, what, six weeks to get a gun? Fucking Jesus. You can't have a gun always. Sure you can. Uh, Just don't get caught with it. Uh, there's that. Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, if you hide it well. It, it, uh, you know what else makes it even easier? Not leaving your house. Mm. Not going and sitting in a 
dirt pile just spent forty dollars to go to. <laughs> Ugh. Thanks, Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> See all this shit that he's, they fucking give us three dollars a month. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate it. I sure, yeah, big time. But I think it feels like we waste their money if it's going to a dirt pile. I don't think so. And not so. an air conditioned room. Next time. We learn for no, next I don't, time. No, I don't trust you for next time. It's like, oh, it's uh, definitely not this outdoor pavilion. It's definitely not in a fucking creek. Fucking asshole. From now, I'm only going to venues I've been in. That's it. Nothing else. Good. Good for you. Well, now you'll have been here, so we could go there again. No. <laughs> I'll say no. <laughs> There's that little detail. I'll take what I could have spent on a ticket and buy fentanyl <laughs> and boof it <laughs> and die. directly into my fucking asshole. <laughs> and die. <laughs> I mean, if this was fall or spring, I wouldn't give a fuck. But you chose like the hottest fucking week in the longest time. 100% humidity, already 90 degrees. You're sweating in an air-conditioned car already. Ugh. Well, at least the sun will be going down, and there will be shade, and there will be fans. From what I remember, you don't mind it so much if there's fans blowing well, you on you. You don't remember shit. There's that. <laughs> we uh, have a fucking Patreon episode to record next week, and you forgot who was coming. <laughs> Two hours after I told you who was coming. I didn't forget that it was happening. I forgot who Jesus was coming. Jesus Christ. The only reason you remembered is because it was the day before your birthday. Allegedly. Birthday. I'm glad I didn't buy you that Abella Danger flashlight. <laughs> You're not worthy. Me too. You would have spent all day fucking it. Mm. I wonder if your fucking helmet would hit the fucking little reservoir at the end of it. I don't think so. I think it would. Aren't those things like the size of like about ten inch tennis ball racket things? It's about or, ten inch. I couldn't hit that. Yeah, right. So, I, dude, Mel told me the whole fucking layout, dude. She didn't tell you shit. Yes, she did, dude. What'd she tell she you? She told you it was lighter at the top than it is at the base. She said your head is surprisingly smaller than the shaft. <laughs> she said it was really kind of weird. What she else? She said it looked like a pinky nail on top of a thumb. <laughs> Just like if Jeffrey Epstein put his dick on the top of a Monster Energy drink. That's what she said, at least. And, and, when and she said, also said, even though your hole is fucking aligned perfectly, it still somehow shoots straight up into the air. <laughs> no matter how, which way yeah. I turn it. And no matter how gravity works, it doesn't drop back down to the ground. What a nightmare. It just keeps rising. That sounds awful. I know, dude. I don't know how she puts up with it. What a, what a fucking good girl. Lucky for us, she doesn't. She's <laughs> such a good girl. She's alright. I'm going to do her to a nicer boy. If she's lucky. One with a memory. Who oh, wouldn't so fucking subject his 400-pound friend to fucking 90-degree heat. Oh, so you mean like literally anybody? <laughs> You have that's um, you have all those four hundred pound friends? No, I mean any other human but me. What? Never mind. Doesn't even make sense. 
You said introduce her to a nice guy who wouldn't do that. Yeah. So literally, no any, one else would do that to their four hundred pound friend. So anybody but me, myself. Yeah, Correct. you're the only asshole. There you go. My other friends wouldn't do this to me. They wouldn't. Hmm. They would actually find the most air conditioned place in the world that gives out free ice cream. <laughs> and like, here you go. This is colder than where Metallica played when they played Antarctica. Ugh. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Let's go there and play video games. And they were like, you got it, dude. Like Michelle fucking Tanner. Who's that? You never saw Full House? Oh. I'm not thinking of... What a fucking asshole. I never watched Full House. I'm not 100. Sorry. Whatever, dude. You ain't young either. Full House sucks dick, though. Yeah, right, dude. Danny Tanner's a faggot. Yeah, right, dude. If anybody's a fucking faggot, it's Uncle Joey. Eh. That dude was a closet. I did like that Dave Coulier guy, though. Yeah, Uncle Joey. Mm-hmm. Definitely closeted. We should probably fucking edit out the F-slur, by the way. Sure. And just fucking edit in Uncle Joey going, you got it, dude. I will. <laughs> that guy's like, you got it, dude. <laughs> I think I will God, do Uncle that. Joey fucking sucked. And his stupid fucking uh, chipmunk hand puppy he had. Oh, what a piece of shit. And how do you have a dude as fucking smoking hot as Stamos and a dude as charming as fucking Danny Tanner was and have a hang out with such a fucking zilch like Uncle Joey? Like, you don't even know fucking Uncle Joey's last name. Well, yeah, I do. It's Joey Gladstone. Fuck me. Mm. Danny Tanner, Joey Gladstone, and Jesse Kasopoulos. <laughs> now who's the you got it, dude? <laughs> Dude, I was fucking a wee boy when that shit came out in 1840. <laughs> wee? <laughs> I was a wee until I was about 12. Let's just say puberty was not good for me. Mm. My dick only grew a little bit. The rest of me grew a lot. Mm. In the wrong directions. <laughs> That's the worst vanity tag I ever saw. I missed it. Sorry. Yeah. We'll catch up to it later. That's good. I know you get all autistic for those fucking things. Yeah, I go, eee. What's the one in front of us? F7RRLL. Yeah, what's that say? F7RRLL. That's fucking stupid. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> well, That's a shitty vanity tag. <laughs> look at all these shitty vanity Look at that one. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. It's just baby talk. Yeah, kiss my ass. That's fucking stupid vanity tag. <laughs> fucking dumb. And this motherfucker. What's he got going on? L31CYL. CY these nuts. <laughs> As if, dude. <laughs> Take a hike, dweeb. <laughs> fucking dweebazoid. Yeah, it's like, come on, dude. You fucking pencil neck. <laughs> you pencil neck geek. <laughs> I love geek. <laughs> Yo, man. Keeps what? on the fucking road. Hey. Christ. Oh. I ain't trying to have Tommy intestines. <laughs> Actually, no, I take them. Or memory. <laughs> yeah, I did I did lose 30 pounds in a month. <sighs> 31 pounds. Lucky duck. And I was 151 pounds back then. What are you now? Uh, 220. What a pig. I know. What a fucking fat piggy boy. Mm-hmm. God, I love to jump off this bridge. You won't, though. I know. There is, there's the cars that. going too fast. Why would, would that stop you? 
just sheer force. If you really wanted to, I you'd would jump, jump out. out. If I would jump out this car right now, I wouldn't even go over the side <laughs> of the bridge. I just hit the fucking street and roll, and then die. You'd get run over by another car. Yeah, but um, it wouldn't be as instantaneous as a fall. Nah. Well, or also, you know what? Too, you'd be rolling around, and then you'd be in pain from the yeah, fall exactly. and the impact. And you'd be like, oh, I can't get up. I can't move. It hurts too bad. Yeah. And, and then, then you they scoop get me off the ground. I wouldn't be dead, but I'd probably be paralyzed. So great, I'm still alive, but now I'm shitting in a bag. Mm. They'd send you back to Christiana and then eventually back home. Yeah. Mm. I wouldn't do it either. And then if I wanted to come back here to jump off the bridge, I'd have to have somebody with a special fucking minivan, have them pull up, use the fucking lift to drop me down. Then I had to have somebody help to get me over the fucking rail. Yeah, probably some nice African. Yeah. So yeah, some nice island girl. Mm-hmm. Damn. When I last time I was in the hospital, I had some fucking hot island women. Yo, the Just fuck... Just putting the, so many catheters in my dick. The fucking... The West Indies and the Southeast Asia are full of great God caretakers and hot this, women. This fucking beautiful Ebony's queens just fucking pulling tubes out of my dick. Mm-hmm. And they're mean. Telling me to go boom-boom in a fucking uh, Emesis base. And I'm like, nah, man, I can't shit one of those things. I'll just cork it until I get home. <laughs> cork <laughs> And then she was like, well, you can't go home until you drop one. And I was like, well, then I guess you better help me stand up because I'm not shitting in a fucking... Bowl. That's a hell of a catch twenty two. And then sitting back in the fucking bed that I just fucking got shit all over. So I'm sitting on this toilet, one one arm's holding up my IV and all that shit. The other one's holding up my fucking little moo tie up rag that they call a fucking hospital gown. Mm-hmm. I got a tube still coming out of my dick, and I'm just fucking deucing hard. Mm. Making eye contact with this foot. Her name was Marie, by the way. I bet it was. And just like noticing how fucking perfect her skin was. Not a single blemish on it. Not one. And I was just like, God damn. Probably didn't look a day over 30. Yeah, but she was probably like 65. Exactly. And I was just like, God damn, I'd want to marry you. And then she's like, do you want me to wipe you? I was like, no. I can do it myself. <laughs> and I'm, I did a really poor job of it. I'm big boy. I did a really poor job of it, too. <laughs> When I got up to, like, they finally, like, turned me loose. I got out of that bed and put clothes on for the first time in, like, I don't know, was it seven days? There was definitely a fucking, like, a dirt road on that fucking bed. Mm, I was bad. like, well, that's fucking disgusting. I thought they changed sheets out every every so often. When? I was in the bed the whole time. When I was in the hospital for two months, they would have me roll and, like, they would do it while I was on the bed. Damn, I guess you got some fucking better insurance than I do. Well, that was 13 years ago. There's also blood, big old blood pool around where my dick was from uh, the catheter. Ooh, not great. Yeah. What year was your your stint? This was last. This will it'll be a year in wow October. That recently, huh? Yeah. Fuck. We were podcasting back then. I just gotten out when when we started. Yeah. That was late September, because that was when I got cut. I've been out. Yeah, because I. Had that hole in my side with wow. tubes and shit in it. I had the hole in my side with the tubes in it. Our first podcast. Oh. I had a doo doo pee pee bag. The good old days. Not just a pee pee bag. It wasn't a doo doo bag. What a time! What a time to be alive. The point right now, it's I, for like a solid eight months after I got all of this shit taken out. They had, it was like the hole was in the right here in my side, but then it was big bandage, big bandage. And the hole is still there, but it's real small. It's like closed, but it's still you still see it. 
but for like eight months after, it was this gigantic scar from just the constant gigantic band-aids mm -hmm. on it. I remember those. And it was just raised and just gross. Like I had fucking shingles. Uh -huh. My stomach was covered in those for yeah. like a year. Awful. I fucking hate... I didn't spread to your chest and turn into shitty tattoos. <laughs> I hate medical supplies. I love them. Are you kidding me? They're expensive as shit. They're all cheap. Medical, just, they suck. Just go to the hospital and steal them. Do you know how much shit I steal when I go in for kidney stones? No, I don't. I steal a lot of shit. Never been with you when you do it. It's fun. Ooh, the Patreon idea. What, me stealing or getting a kidney stone? Both. I would well, like I'd like you to pass a kidney stone into a cup and then I'd like to hear the a, a metal one so we can hear the patink. And I'd like to The best I can do is piss it into a toilet, you can hear it hit porcelain, but I will fish it out. Mm. I have no problem doing it, I've done it before and I'll do it again. And that'll be the episode thumbnail. Yeah. That's that's not a half bad idea. I like this. Before I got the new uh, cell phone, my old phone had like four or five pictures of stones I had passed on it. Mm. All next to like dimes to show you how <laughs> big and small they are. I get about four a year so. It's bound to have another one soon. Yeah, it's not if, it's when. The last couple have just been sand though, so it's nothing really cool. Oh, no fun. But before that, I had ones like the size of a good booger. Mm. A good... Like a nice pinhead. When you say a good booger, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Well, like as soon as you just roll it up, mm -hmm. perfectly spherical, maybe one nose hair sticking out of it. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck it, I dude. know the ones. You flick it, it makes a nice... Right before you flick it. That's what it was, dude. Mm -hmm. I, I you're just like, it's ready. It's ready to go. It's ready to be on its own. And you kick <laughs> it, and you fucking, uh... And like a mama bird, you kick it out of the nest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of course. I do it at work all the yeah, time. that's what it is. If they're not big enough, I wipe you them on the You ever watch those animal desk. shows on, like, they're trying to rehabilitate, like a duck with a fish hook through its foot? Aww. And they finally get the fish hook out of its foot, and the foot's yeah. all healed and everything? And then they kind of hold the duck in the water, and then they pull their arms away so the duck floats and swims on its own. Yeah. That's what it's like. <laughs> Only with dick pain. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I do not mean, actually. Kind of mean? I remember being catheterized, and they had me take it out myself. Yeah, I did that, too. Never doing that again. I liked it. I didn't like it one bit. Because it was so painful while I was in. Like, yeah, it hurt coming out, but just the relief afterwards of not having it, it's pretty great. Instantly pissed all over myself. Didn't care oh, one yeah. bit. Because it felt so much better coming out into, into the raw air than into a catheter hole in my dick. The first two days I was in there, I kept having this feeling like every time I pissed, it felt like something was like crawling back up my cock. <laughs> and it hurt so fucking bad. And I kept telling the doctors and the nurses, and like, yo, like it feels like... A gas bubble's going back up my dick every time I take a piss. And they're like, whoa, well, there's uh, something seems to be wrong here. And then the first night I had that Marie lady was one of the, she worked the night shift, God bless her. Of course she did. All the good ones yeah. do. All of them and do. And she's like, what happened? I'm like, well, every time I, after I piss, it feels like a, a bubble's going back on my dick. She's like, oh, I know. I bet she and did. And she did like, I guess she, she said some like bleeding line or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she just fiddled with the fucking little knobs around the the one lot, part of the line. And it just like instantly pain was gone. Did you feel like a... Yeah. A, mm -hmm. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I know exactly what so you're talking doctors about. Doctors and fucking scrub nurses. Yet this woman that just basically just walked in in street clothes and a fucking hairnet just fucking fixed everything. 
within like 10 minutes. You know, you know what that is right there? That's an example of book smarts versus street smarts. Uh. And thank God for people like Murray. Uh. The whole time her fucking big ass titties just fucking mm-hmm. swinging around. God bless her. Now the the one time I had a weird experience, weird experience with a, a night shift nurse, my mom said something about it to hospital staff because. Are they my, sucking your dick while you're out? What? If only. No. My mom is not the most religious person in the world as far no. as traditional religions are concerned. <laughs> and I had a nurse one time like. I pray to sticks. <laughs> she does. She does. She this, makes makes sigils and whatnot. I made my own dowsing rod. Like, oh. <laughs> what the fuck are those things called that you can like find ley lines with? Dowsing the, rods. That, is that what that is? With the, yeah. like, the, the L-shaped can, thing? And you can find water, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dowsing rod. They really do have those it's things. It's shaped like a tuning fork. Uh-huh. So, I was like, it was one of the only nights that I was left alone overnight by myself. Like, one of my parents would either be taking shifts no because that like I didn't want to I didn't want to be alone one of the only times Aww. I was I was like crying or some shit and the nurse obviously heard me because I was sad was this post being being retarded or the car accident car accident okay I was a teenager at this time and she came in and consoled me and she was like she was basically like here hold my hand so Aww. I was like I was like hmm. held her hand and she prayed for me Aww. So, I told my mom about it the next day, and she was not too pleased. Did she leave like a little, uh, a verse like, of some like kind? Like a little doll made out of sticks that looked just like you? <laughs> but she was a, like a West Indian nurse, right? Like, uh, something. A Caribbean chick? Gotta be. Oh, yeah, so there's definitely a voodoo doll of you, like, under, under that pillow. If not West Indian, definitely African. For some reason, it had a gigantic stick in the middle of the two legs. <laughs> no, my mom was none too pleased about that. Why? If it got you through the night? Well, she just she didn't want anybody doing religious shit to, to me behind her back. Now, if she was present, <laughs> maybe she would have felt differently about it, and she wouldn't have, like, shooed her off or something. She's She has, like, common sense. She's not an yeah. asshole. But I think because I wasn't there under supervision, she wasn't cool with that. So, but other than that, I've had nothing but great experiences. Like Janice is a hater. She is. I think, and this is just a theory. You were here by the power, healed by the power of the Lord, dude. This is just a theory. My mom could be a little racist. Maybe. This is Patreon. Maybe not like racist against people, just their gods. Uh, what's that called? The it's theist. It's something Get theism. It something theism. I don't Get know. What, I don't know what it is. I can't. <laughs> I don't know the word. She's something though. Like the. It, it would be like theistophobic of some kind. I don't know. Oh. But but either way. Well, I, what about just like wild as hell? There's yeah. Yeah. Renegade. No rules. Well, type yeah. Shit. Well, like what? What's your fucking mom's problem? Oh, I mean, she's wild as hell. Oh, so true. So yeah. true. Uh, what was I gonna say? Probably something stupid. Yeah, I have something stupid to say. <laughs> I thought of a new uh, person that Boogie Board Man can team up with. Ooh, this, oh, what? I remember. Keep going. Now you go. 
I'll come back to it. I think my mom is a little racist because since uh, this is Patreon. Okay. My mom has said my mom has said things like, if somebody has black, like in their bloodline, I can smell it on their breath. Huh. And I said, do tell. I actually had. I have something funnier, like more racist, <laughs> that came from a family member. That it I'll, always does. That I'll gladly share, because thinking back on it, it's like so. You know, like when you're too young to know what racism is. I sure do. Yeah. But so you think it's funny, and then later on in life, you revisit that memory in your head, and you're just like, "Oh my god! Holy <laughs> shit!" Uh huh. I didn't mean. Are you done with your mom? Sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. No, I'm done. Okay. Well, there was always one night a week where uh, my grandma, my uh, dad's mom, would take me and my sister Allison out to eat. Normally, it'd be some diner type place, like you know where Perkins Restaurant is. That yep. was a regular one. Howard Johnson's was a regular. Yep. Now Crossroads. Uh, yeah. And she used to do also this funny thing where she the little jams that came in like little packets, mm-hmm. she would steal the shit out. Like she dumped the whole thing out into her purse. As soon as she sat down, like the wait waiter or waitress wasn't like, hey, this was full a minute ago and now it's not. What happened? It's like she wasn't even trying to be slick. Anyway. They don't care. If we were sitting in the restaurant and there happened to be an Asian near us, she'd be like, guys, guys, look, look. Chinky, chinky Chinaman, and like she had like this old Irish. You can't bleep that, or else it won't make sense. But just know I don't mean it. Patreon. Yeah, just know I don't mean it. I know that's a bad word. I'm quoting my grandmother, but uh, she would just say that. But you know how like some people, mostly old people, have this thing where they think they're whispering, but they're actually talking normally. Yes, because they're hard of hearing and stupid. Yes. Well, this was probably both both of those mixed in. So she would say, chinky, chinky Chinaman. And my sister and I would fucking laugh. Because thinking of, like, you didn't know what those words meant. They, are, they do They're sound silly. They're silly words, you know? It's like, you know, it's like some Dr. Seuss-type fucking slur. And these people would look over at us. And me and my sister would be fucking busting a gut. My grandmom's fucking loving it because she made us laugh. And I was like... And like it was always funny as shit, and then uh, I think it was maybe about ten years ago. My sister's like, met, actually, was ended up being at Crossroads, and she's like, "Yeah, remember when we used to come here and uh, Grandma used to make fun of Asians?" <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" She's like, "You don't remember the, you know, blah blah Chinaman?" And I was like, "Oh, right, fuck," because she was doing this when I was probably no more than eight or nine. And my sister's four years older than me. So we were still young as fuck. But then again, if I was like eight, Allison was 12, she should have known better by then. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe she should have. We went to integrated schools where there's tons of different types of people. Yeah, she should have known by then. I so don't, I don't I'm know. free and clear. Hmm. Allison McGonagall, your fucking days are numbered, dude. Yep. I'm going to call that number on that billboard and you're going to have a thing or two. Shut on that. <laughs> Alleged. Alleged. Supposed. Hey, it's whatever. It's fucking Patreon. It's probably... Yeah. It's Patreon. My sister's a goddamn celebrity. As usual. Yeah. Fucking overachieving cunt. <laughs> Meanwhile. So, yeah. 
So I didn't like know it was racist till like 10 years ago. I didn't even actually even thought about that shit until my sister reminded me of it. I was like, Jesus Christ, Grandma was horrible. It was just long gone to, yeah. But she used to say shit like that too. Your she, sister? Like, no, my, my grandmother. She thought she could uh, smell Jews. Like she could just look at someone and tell they were Jewish. I mean. <laughs> and like you could find out any last name. And she like Jew, Jew, Jew. Well, some of them are pretty obvious. Well, yeah, tells. it wasn't like they were saying Rosenberg or Cohen or anything like that. It would just be almost like, how the fuck do you figure? Like, it'd be like, it'd be like Knickerbocker. You know what I mean? It's like, that's German. really. It's like, what's this guy's last name? It's like Ramirez, <laughs> Jew. Like, Grandma, what the fuck, dude? Breadbender. That was a good one. And she fucking grew up. My grandmother grew up in the city of Wilmington. I was like. How did you not get your ass fucking beat, dude? Because people were so separated back then. It's true. Like, even, like, border bordering neighborhoods of different races and stuff, completely seg- segregated well, and separated. She's a Irish-German, my grandmother, and she grew up in Little Italy. That's that's already it's weird. odd. It's yeah. weird. The funny thing is, my grandfather, pure Irish, her husband... Also grew up in Little Italy. Even though Irish Town was like three blocks away from where they grew up. Hmm. All right. That's good real estate, I guess. Yeah, whatever, dude. Back when homes were $20,000. All they they were both riled the fuck up during the Wilmington race rides. Hell yeah. Ernie and Maggie were fucking earning their keep, dude. That's why I'm afraid to watch that uh, documentary they made about the Wilmington rides. Because I'm afraid they're going to show those people on their roofs with rifles. And, and now I'm going to be like, Pop Pop? <laughs> I've never even heard of this. Like, you were the only fucking grandparent I liked. Like, holy shit, what are you doing up there, man? I didn't know this doc existed. Yeah, it exists. Is it on YouTube or something? I don't know. I saw it on VHS years ago. I'm talking 90s. I want to try and find something. Yeah. The rides took place in the 60s, if that helps you. Sounds interesting. It sounds really interesting, actually. Because, uh, and I got reminded of it when I was away in a certain facility a couple years ago. A sabbatical. Yeah, if you will. Mm -hmm. When I was away in this facility a couple years ago, uh, fuck, was it 09, maybe? Around there? That's a million years ago. Yeah. I was roommated with this guy named Kelvin Stiggers. Big, gigantic black dude, dude. He looked like, do you know who, uh, I don't know. You're probably too young to remember the show Rock. R.O.C. Nah, I don't think so. There's an actor named Charles Dutton. If I knew his other roles, maybe. His name sounds familiar. I'll show you. Once I show you a picture, you'll remember from a bunch of shit. Anyway, Kelvin looked just like this dude. And his whole claim to fame, like, after I met him was, you know about the Wilmington race riots? I'm like, yeah, I know about them. And he's like, they made a documentary about it on PBS. I was like, word? And he's like, yeah, I'm in that shit like five times. <laughs> nice. I'm like, that's that's what's up. You know, and then it's at the end of the conversation. That's like, what's up, Calvin. And like, I just got there. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm making this. So this dude's just like fucking talking about all this shit he did during this time. There's wild stories of like fire bombs. Of course. Turning cars over. And then this is nothing you can obviously fact the check. The whole time. It, no, this all actually happened. I don't like, know if it was him. I can't remember if it was him. I mean, his experience. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, because I never went back and saw the documentary and looked for him. Mm. And honestly, he's not going to look the same in the 60s as he did in 2009 or 10 or whatever it was. 
And uh, the whole time he's telling me these stories, he's also crushing the Twilight books. So it's hard to take a dude seriously as like a reformed badass, Wilmington badass, while he's learning about fucking the will team, they, <laughs> trying to be like Team Edward. The you know will, I mean? they, will they won't they have Edward and Bella? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, dude. <laughs> and he was crushing that fucking book too. Like he was blowing through it. And the funny thing is, is my mom would bring me books, and she brought me in like a bunch of Stephen King books. It would take me like four or five days to get them because all you could really do in there is read. And then I would just pass them off to him, and he'd blow through them in like two days. This guy was a fucking maniac. Damn. He's like, yeah, I've read most of this guy's books, and we sat there and just talked Stephen King books like almost the entire time I was there, just sounds- crushing black coffee and talking about Stephen King. It sounds was, pretty nice. It was pretty nice, actually. I mean, the beds were uncomfortable. That's not great. Yeah. But other than that, my roommate was cool. We had this other roommate, Chris something. I don't remember his last name. But he was just sleeping the entire time. Pussy. I don't know what the fuck his deal was. What a wimp. He had, like, the worst at me. The funny thing is, is me and Kelvin were fat fucks. And this dude was fucking rail thin, dude. I was like, dude, how are we... I don't know. Late. He's that lazy. Yeah, he's just... He was jacked out on something. Something. He he came in, like, fucking half-naked. I know that. Did you guys have, like, when a... When he comp- got admitted, he didn't have a shirt. Oh, that's So good. he had to wait, like, two days till he could have a shirt. <laughs> Like someone, provide, had, like someone had to go get him a shirt. There was no shirts and lost and found from the have. I was gonna say they didn't provide anything. I was like, can I give him one of my shirts? And they're like, no. They don't have staff shirts. Nothing. They didn't. Weird. This time, no. So he had no shirt for like two days. He That's, didn't seem to give a fuck. Nah. Fuck Kept it. getting yelled at for smoking. Like, in some facilities, that's all people do is yeah. smoke. Well, this place was not allowing. Yeah. All right. Did you have like a common area or anything? Like a living room type shit? Yeah. Because we only had two. We had the common area, which was like a TV that had nothing but basic cable, uh, which also had these gigantic racks of books. And then like your little rooms off to the side. Mm -hmm. And then you had the meeting rooms. And you had to, uh, I had to attend AA every day. How'd that go? I had to attend NA (laughs) every day. And then my own one-on-ones with staff. The thing is, I wasn't there for alcohol or drugs. Right. Did you give in to the higher power, or did you say, nah? I didn't give in to any power. <laughs> I just sat there and kept my mouth shut. Like, you got to talk during your one-on-ones, but you don't have to talk during the other ones. Thank God. I'm like, dude, I'm not here for drugs or alcohol. I'm like, Gloss some up. of these motherfuckers need NA and AA. I don't. I didn't have any problems at that point. Nope. You were just chilling. Yeah. Again, on vacation. On vacation. For fucking five years. Mm Mm-hmm. That long? (laughs) In one place? Off and on. Okay. If it's the place I'm thinking of, my dad voluntarily checked himself in one time. Did you notice how I was surprisingly absent for shows from like four years? Nah. (laughs) Because before, before you did the thing for me, I didn't even know you. Yeah. It's because I wasn't there. I was away. <laughs> oh, that that actually does track I to my timeline. I had gotten maybe eight, nine months beforehand for the last time. I went back once since. That does track timeline-wise yeah. now that I think about it. <laughs> oh, what's he got written on his fucking truck? I'm a fucking big dumb dipshit. It's something for sale. Roof, something with severe damage, blah, blah, blah. Something. It was just in a body shop, clearly. Damn. 
I remember, just, that just reminded me of something. This dude I used to fuck go to shows with back in the day. This dude, Scott. Scott was like my, my fucking dog from like high school. Like, we actually met in middle school and we've been friends like ever since. But uh, when we first like, we were old enough that he, like, we were the same age. When he was, I never got my driver's license, dirt. But he did right away. And the first car he bought, he got at a police auction mm. for 25 bucks. Fuck yeah. A little red Toyota Corolla hatchback. I bet it still runs to this day. And uh, they just said it was involved in an accident. That's all he said. It ran fine. The minute he sat in it the first time, I, was, I went with him. I went with him and his dad. Right above the driver's seat right here. Mm -hmm. Gigantic black stain. Obviously blood stain. Oh, probably. But there's no body damage to the car. And the car looked like it hadn't been touched to be fixed at ever. So I'm pretty sure someone blew their fucking I was brains out. About to say I know where this is going. Car. And his dad was like, no. I'm like, well, there's no this car hasn't been like fixed like body-wise since it was built. We can obviously agree on that. He's like, yeah. I was like, and they said it was in an accident, right? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay. The windshield's still fine. Looks, it's like the same windshield it came with. Brumpers. The only thing seems wrong is this gigantic black stain on the fucking roof. So unless someone had a goddamn oil spill out of the fucking sun visor, I'm pretty sure someone blew their brains out. He could have hit a deer. It's like, oh, so he hit a deer who managed to not fuck yeah. up the outside of the car. That's a reach. Just the inside driver's seat roof. Yeah, that's a reach. Yeah. Like how that guy reached for the toe. <laughs> The trigger guard yes, with his very, toe and very blew good. his fucking brain apart. Very good. I knew it would get there. Yeah, it's like that shit was wild as fuck, dude. Again, wild as fuck. And then six months later, he wrapped that fucker around a tree. Ah, you motherfucker! Avoiding a deer. So fucking Scott. <laughs> fucking Scott. Those, shout, out, shout out to him. Those '90s Toyotas are still running to this day. Yeah, I really like them. I, I tried to convince him to buy a purple Camaro. What's wrong with a purple Camaro? Why he, didn't he? He, he, it was more. It was more than what he wanted to spend. Ah, uh, right. It was like a G. <laughs> but yeah, he got a car for twenty five dollars. Yeah, ran fine. And if even if it only ran for like a couple months, it was twenty five bucks. It's ideal. Yeah. My first car that I ever had, I got for free because a family friend moved away and didn't want it anymore. Shit. I drove it for a month and then wrecked it. These people. It was awful. I wish I still it's had that like car. People like you and Scott, man, they give free cars a bad name. <laughs> free cars that have, people have murdered themselves in a bad name. What's the black shit from, you think? Because blood, when it's, it stains, is like rust-colored. It was dark reddish black. Mm. It must have been fresh then. I don't know. Unless they put something on it to remove all the blood and it turned into a funky Look, dude, color. I didn't get its entire backstory. That's kind of the whole point of those things. They don't give you the backstory. They just say, hey, look, you're getting a $25 Corolla. 25 bucks for a car? Do you yes want it or, or not? Because they can't tell you what it was fucking used in. But the thing that sucks about that is, like, sometimes dudes will get out of jail and go looking for their old whip. And here's some fucking punk-ass kid driving around in their purple Camaro. It's like the episode of The Simpsons where fucking somebody bought Snake's car. And he got out of the car. He's like, yeah, that dude's driving. Yeah. That could happen to you, man. i be careful. I'll, I'll know better than to buy a, a Thunderbird with some uh, uh, um, obvious like paint job on it then. Because it could be somebody like Snake's. Damn, he's a bad motherfucker, dude. Now, did Snake's car have a snake on it? Or yes. Am I, am I okay. Right on the hood. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. God, what is it called? Little Bandit? I think his name yeah, was. It was in Simpsons yeah, Hit and Run. Yeah, I remember bandit. that car. The red, it's dark red, right? Because he, yeah, because he was still in. No, because he escaped jail. Because he was still in prison, and somebody went by the, the prison in Little Bandit, and was like grinding the gears on something. He's like, that sounds like Little Bandit, <laughs> and it's in trouble. You know? <laughs> it's and in then, trouble. and then he broke out of jail to go get Little Bandit. <laughs> Fuck, we should remind this of uh, when we get Murrow in here. What a fucking renegade. Murrow knows his Simpsons top to bottom. Uh, I need to get more learned on Simpsons. I love the Simpsons. You just gotta pick which episodes to watch. Started at season probably about five, four or five. Stop around eleven. That's a ch- that's that's what I need is like a chunk to look for. Yeah. Actually, yeah, ask Murrow, dude. He's like because I think the first two seasons are con- they're okay, but they're missable. Because that's back when like Everything was barred was and brand, Homer wasn't crazy yet. It was brand new. But like around season four is when it gets fucking good, dude. As soon as the monorail episode starts, that's when it's just pure fire. When Conan O'Brien's writing it and shit, dude. Dana Gould. Dude. What a great show and it's time. I didn't know Conan wrote on The Simpsons. Yeah, dude. Pre him having a show, obviously, but yeah, he wrote on The Simpsons. Obviously, everybody knows the Conan show, but that's a hell of a credit to have, yeah. in my opinion, is writing on that show. He started off writing for the, that magazine, uh, National Lampoon, and then went to The Simpsons and Saturday Night Live. He was doing Simpsons and Saturday Night Live at the same time, Damn. right for them. And then uh, his first late night show was produced by Lorne Michaels, who did Saturday Night Live. Live, yeah. So and they're like, yeah, we're auditioning like hosts and shit. Lauren's like, what's this like him doing? You know. And there you go. And it was the greatest late night show ever. Everybody describes Lauren Michaels' accent, like the way he talks, yeah. as Dr. Evil. It's pretty, that's pretty spot on. He just sounds like Dr. Evil. Like a less animated Dr. Evil. If, like, uh, if Dr. Evil was on tons of, like, like edibles or some shit. He was on one lewd. Yeah. I was doing drug dealing today, by the way. How'd it go? Oh, I didn't get any yet, but oh. I have some uh, coming to me. Big things coming? Big things coming, like my next mixtape. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I just, I didn't, I'm buying a bag of edibles. What Be- size? Mil- what millet? 25s. What mi- mm, just right. Because I decided, uh, yes, this is for me. It suited you well? Yes, That's, very much I'm, so. I'm, I'm legitimately not kidding. I'm happy yeah. for you. I think I might, uh, I'm not going to, like, take them... And then go to work. I can't do that. Nah. But other situations, yeah, game on. Like when you know you got a day off coming. Yeah. Like if I had some right now, I would take them. It would but, suit you well for yeah. now, I think. I don't think I'll, I'll take them on... I won't take them on work days. And I won't take them on days I got to perform. Um, as far as the podcast, I think I'd have to... Test the waters a little bit more. Maybe a, do a Patreon episode. Yeah, you could do. Yeah. If if uh, just see how fucking stupid it is. I wonder. I wonder. Or it could it could just go on really long and slowly devolve, <laughs> which would be equally fine with me. Just watch me just like talk slow. It's what I was like. So I have this idea for a new person. 
that bogey board man could team up with. <laughs> bogey. <laughs> so I went, did I tell you about it? No, the you started too earlier, yeah. but didn't. Uh, log the bounty hunter. Go on. Like a, like a tree log? No. Just let me, just, I'll get it out. All right. All right. Say, all right, you're Tom. You're a convicted fucking sex offender, okay? Speaking. Alleged. And uh, you've fled to Las Cruces, New Mexico, right? That's where you fled to. You changed your name to Senior Ding Dong. Snake. Senior, Senior Ding, Ding Dong. Another Simpsons reference. Ah. You know, do you get the joke, though? Senior Ding Dong? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen it, yeah. Yeah. So... You're senior ding dong just living down in Las Cruces, New Mexico. When all of a sudden you hear bing bong at your door or a ding dong, you know either or. And you I open would hope my, my doorbell said ding dong. And you open it. Like my namesake. And it's just a big soft turd laying on your doorstep oh. with a court summons. Like like propped into the middle of it. I'm being served by You're a turd. You're being served by a turd. You're being oh, served man. by a log. Log, the bounty hunter. He's found you. Fuck. He knows you're fucking who you are, dude. I can't escape Log and forever. Like, he's just there, dude. Log's like... And if you try to run <laughs> away, like no matter where you step, you'll slip in him. And then you'll fall. And next thing you know, right by your face, right where your land's in the grass, Log is there now. You didn't see him move, and he's but a he's- fresh Log now. <laughs> like he's not the stepped in one with like your footprint in it or anything like that. It's a fresh one with another fresh summons. God. Shit stains only on the corner that's stuck in the log. The rest, pristine white envelope. How does he do it? Exactly, dude. He's like Jason Voorhees. He pops up fresh as a daisy. Then you're like, God damn it. And then like, you know, so you're, you're in jail. You're waiting your court date. You're in your court date. They call in an expert witness. And who's up at the fucking podium, dude? Sitting. Just a fresh fucking loaf. How does he smell? Com- fucking fresh and terrible. Like, he's wet, too. He's a wet one. Mm-hmm. Like, not wet enough to where he's, like, that porridge you throw out of your ass. <laughs> but he's a turd that not only will leave a shit streak, but it'll actually leave a little tiny puddle, remnant puddle around it where he drops. Man, today. Man. T- today. He doesn't speak, though. But people still hear his testimony. Because he's just that good. He's like Professor X's his testimony into people's brains, dude. Law, the bounty hunter, dude. Who's the um who's the watchman who doesn't speak? Is it is it Dr. Manhattan who doesn't have to? No, or they all speak. Somebody doesn't speak. Not from the comic books. Okay, never mind. I'm not not learned on comic books. I don't In know. In the movie. I didn't watch the HBO show. If that's what you're referring to. No, I didn't watch it either. I just watched. I read the comic books and I watched the movie. I watched the first episode and got bored. The, f- the movie was good because you get to see a uh, hot oh. ass Carla Gugino, and you get to see uh, a blue dick. I like the movie a lot. Yeah, well, you don't see the blue dick in the movie. You see it in the comic books. It's pretty tight. I saw it in the movie. This is, this is, I thought you didn't show dick in the movie. No, there was blue silhouette there. Maybe it was an early cut of it, but I saw it. <laughs> or an early uncut of it. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he was he was clipped. Yeah, he had a helmet. He's a good American boy, dude. He had a helmet. Damn. That would fuck me up, dude, if Dr. Manhattan was on Was uncut? Yeah. He's like, dude, what? I don't, I can't trust your allegiances now. Wouldn't it make sense, though? No. He's American. Oh, I guess he, he was a guy. He fought the Americans in World War II. I guess he was just some guy. Who He's just, got... just a scientist, bro. Yeah. That's the doctor in Dr. Manhattan. He didn't just take that name, like, out of... Fuck thin air, dude. He's a learned man. 
He went to medical school. Old Cuthbert Road. These fucking New God damn New Jersey looks like Delaware City. It's all awful. Yeah. This whole area is awful. Delaware, South Jersey, Pennsylvania. What a freak show. Why the fuck? That's what I'm saying. Should we uh pause until we pick up Murrow? Nah. No. We're, al we're almost there. What the fuck is this place? PJ Wellahans? PJ Wellahans, yeah. Damn, there's definitely a wing night there. It's probably every night. What was I about to- Oh! There's a bunch of fat dudes with sauce on their face. I just remembered. Lucky ducks. If you could go back. If I go back. If you could go back to- born, Jesus! Born times. Would you be cut or uncut? If you could uh, choose. Cut. You'd still be cut? Yeah, I don't want dick cheese. True. I don't want to have to put an extra step into taking a piss. Ooh. I don't want to take my turtleneck off to pee every single time. Oh. I'll sacrifice the fucking length. It's not like I get pussy anyway. Well, it's the sensation. Whatever. The sensation doesn't mean shit anyway, because like I said, I don't get pussy anymore. No. So who cares? Yeah, I don't, yeah I'll, I'll still go cut. I think I would too. Because it also reminds me that, like, I hope, but I would, here's the thing. I'd want to get Jewish cut. Not fucking goy doctor <laughs> hospital circumcision. I want the fucking in some dude's house circumcision when the moil sucks the blood off my dick. I want that. You want the old school shit? Just so I can say I was getting Dozier when I was <laughs> negative one years old. You know? Dozier. Like, yo, man, I've been getting blowy since I was fucking like four weeks. You pussies can stay on the porch. What if they give you herp, though? I don't give a fuck. Just don't fuck when it's flared up. Yeah. I have been, I have been with a herp or two in my time. Same. Never, never affected ne me. Never caught it. Nope. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Especially if I know about it ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somebody raised the point before too. It's like, what are you gonna do? Not fuck. <laughs> yes. In, in the moment. Yeah. And now, if they're having a flare-up, it's one thing. But if they're not, I'm none the wiser. I fucked a girl with a hemorrhoid, so that... Herpes is not going to bother me. Eh. There could be worse things. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to think of the, the last time I was with a girl with a hairy asshole. That don't bother me. It doesn't bother me, but it's not great. I'm just like... <laughs> it's How hairy? Not like, not like mine, but it is funny. That guy has a full-on jacket on. I don't trust He's him. He's a wild boy. Yo, people who wear full-on layers in the hot heat, I, used I don't to. trust them. I, I used to do that. Mm -mm, I don't trust them. I used to do it, dude. It was a fat guy defense mechanism. Ugh. Layered up in the summer. And then I realized, like, you know what? Even with layers on, people still see that I have tits. So what am I fucking doing? Yeah, you're not, you know you're not I mean? fooling anybody. You're not fooling anybody, so and why bother? And you're it's, uncomfortable as It's fuck. like when, like, the bald dude stops, like, combing it forward. You realize, you know, everybody knows you're bald. What an awful look. Just do it. Just fucking let it go, dude. So, yeah. I stopped. I, but I used to do, like, I would wear shorts, but I would wear t-shirts with, like, flannel shirts on, on top of them. That's too much. Or, like, uh, these really ugly... Uh, thin button-ups with short sleeves over top 
of like a t-shirt mm. and everybody used to always be like why don't you take that off it's hot as fuck I'd be like no man it's fine I'm comfortable meanwhile I'm fucking sweating bullets <laughs> classic fat guy yeah classic fat guy I've, excuse I've, I'm fine I'm comfortable I've moved on from doing that shit Wearing shorts in the winter. So you can confirm it's bullshit. Yeah, it's total bullshit. Thank God. I knew I was right. What? I just knew I was right. Everybody's lying. They're not comfortable. See, people like to wear those layers because they think that... Because, like, the flannel shirt and the bottom shirt will cover right here. Your tits. So it just makes it like you don't have as prominent of fat tits as you do. But unless you're, like, someone, like, only mildly fat... Like in like the 180 to 200 range mm-hmm. You're not fucking fooling anyone mm-hmm. Well we're gonna get Murrow now So we'll be back some other time <laughs> N-word <laughs> Bye bye Scooby-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo